Sunny today, maybe I'll just sing the energy report to you guys. Uh, I'll spare you the show tunes. Um, before I start rattling off this week's energy report, I want you to take a moment to get grounded, and I'm going to get grounded with you. And if you're driving or whatever, it's okay, you don't have to close your eyes, you can still pay attention to what you're doing. Just going to bring a little bit of awareness into the body, or you might want to do this part uh, after you land if you are driving. Safety first, everybody. Um, But if you're sitting or um, commuting or something like that, and you're able to, let's just take a moment to get grounded, okay? So the first thing we're going to do is take a nice deep breath in through your nose and out through your mouth, just this very moment. I want you to do that again, but even bigger, deeper, and slower. Now I want you to do this a third time. In through the nose, holding it for a count of four, and then exhaling it out of the mouth for a count of four again. So in... Next, I just want you to connect into your body. We're just really taking our time. We don't need to rush through this. We need to just connect in. Let's see if we can just do a quick body scan. Start with the head. How does the head feel? Maybe you need to wiggle your eyebrows up and down a little bit to release any tension. Maybe you need to Wiggle your jaw or your nose. So let's see if we can relax in the facial expression momentarily. Moving into the throat, the neck. Maybe you need to just give your head a quick circle around. And after you do that, go in the other direction, giving your neck a little stretch. How are your shoulders feeling? Maybe you need to shrug them way up to your ears and then let it go. Do that a couple more times, shrugging those shoulders all the way up to the ears and then just letting them hang down. Can you expand a little bit further in your spine next? You know, if you're sitting or standing, can your posture be uh, nice and intentional but not rigid? Can you notice what's going on in your chest and belly? Noticing if you're sucking in your belly. Maybe you can just let it flop outward. Noticing if it's tough or tight to breathe. Seeing if you can just relax that a little bit. Feel free to kind of rub the chest, rub the belly a little bit. Helping it to relax and release and expand. 
How are your hips feeling? Are you feeling tight today? Maybe you have a little wiggle or stretch in your hips. How are your thighs, your knees, your ankles, your feet? All the way down your legs, how are they feeling? If you're sitting on your butt, why don't you feel into your butt? Can you feel the chair or the couch, the floor beneath you? If you're standing, how about you wiggle those toes around a little bit and really sink those feet down into the earth? Hey, you know what we're doing? We're getting grounded. That's right. This is as simple as it is. We are bodies, and these bodies, they just need our attention. We just got to plant those feet on the ground, tune in to what's going on in the body. Tune into the breath. I want you to take a nice deep breath into that physical vehicle again. <sighs> this feels so good just to breathe, to let go, to expand. Give yourself permission to just feel into that physical vehicle, that carrier of your soul, your body. Taking as many sighs as you want to. Who cares if anyone else hears it? Being big and jolly and sighing as loud as you want. It's nice just to breathe and take your time, right? So before we get going, I want you to take a few more moments here, and I want you to tap into a question for yourself. I want you to ask yourself, how am I feeling? How am I feeling? Just for a moment, feel into that. Maybe you feel great. Wow, I slept so good last night. I feel amazing, wonderful. Maybe you feel achy. Maybe you have some pains. Maybe you have a little bit of sadness going on. We're not attaching too much importance to analyzing why we are feeling what we are. We're just tapping into what we are feeling, the sensations. What's going on with us today? We're just tuning in. Paying a little attention. So after you've considered how you feel today, I want you to ask yourself another question. What do I need to do to nurture myself today? Take a deep breath into that idea of nurturance. What does it look like in your mind's eye? What might nurturance feel like? Oh, it feels like a big hug. Feels like a big snuggle or a warm salt bath. Feels like a nap. What does it sound like? Ooh, it sounds like encouraging words I need to share with myself. It sounds like me talking to a supportive friend, practitioner, connecting in, communicating about what I'm going through. There's no wrong answers to what you might need to nurture yourself with today. This is just about you tapping into what do you need. Every single day is different and new, and we feel differently. So how is this day different than yesterday? And what are you going to do to support yourself today, to nurture, to be that amazing mom and dad to yourself? When you feel ready and complete with this exercise, and not before then, 
We can continue with the podcast. Alrighty, so for my friends who are ready to go, this is the Energy Report for Monday the 4th of February to Sunday the 10th of February. The weekly theme I picked this week is I am filled with vital energy from the infinite supply that is source. I think we uh, so often forget that source is an unending supply of support, care, love, benevolence for us that we can always tap into. There is always enough energy within source to help fill us back up again. And really it's a question of, am I taking the time to fill myself up? Am I taking my time and letting myself tap into that vital energy? And that might just be simply what we just did, taking deep breaths into the body, grounding, taking that extra moment. Oxygen is the number one important thing for humans. Next is water. Next is food. We can't live very long without that beautiful oxygen, can we? And as spiritual beings, we have the opportunity to tap into that oxygen and its other meanings as well. You know, its connection for us to spirit, to life force energy, prana is what we'll call it. So each time we uh, take that time to just tap into the breath, take some nice deep cleansing breaths, whenever we tap into that breath work, we can also set the intention to be tapping into the infinite supply that is also source. And as we've just proved, it doesn't take very much time. It's pretty simple. You can do it anywhere. It doesn't cost anything. Uh, so it's pretty much the easiest go-to self-care practice you can have. This week, the tarot card that I pulled is a bit of a downer, but it's just more of a warning than anything else. It's the Four of Pentacles. So pentacles represent earthly matters, uh, the earthly world, our physical reality. And uh, the Four of Pentacles is a bit of a tough energy sometimes for some of us that uh, are really attached to our methods of control. Uh, it's a card about hanging on to the status quo of being miserly or greedy even and being in our own way when it comes to being in quote-unquote flow. So everything that we interact with in this world is energy, including money. And I think that's something I've been feeling a lot lately, is a little bit of stagnation around money. So for me, you know, I try to remember that all energy in order to flow requires even exchange, give and take. So oftentimes when I feel the most nervous about money, I try to counter that tension by being on top of paying my bills and going to see my practitioners, or going about my business, you know, not necessarily in a reckless way where I'm overspending, but I try to trust that by letting my money flow outwardly and not kind of holding on to it from fear, um, I also let that money come back and flow towards me because it's an even exchange, right? It's that back and forth, give and take flow. So if I don't want to pay other people, I can't assume that other people are going to want to pay me either, right? Because that's not an even exchange of energy. So this kind of uh, mental activity around money can also work in terms of love or just about anything. Anywhere where we feel that we are in lack can sometimes be supported by letting ourselves give more of that energy. So if I'm 
feeling the lack of love coming towards me, maybe that's about me needing to share more love with myself, outwardly with my life. Oh, I love my animals. I love my home. I love my work. You know, just getting into that vibration of love can then attract more of it to us, call more of it to us. And I don't want you to think that, you know, sometimes I think with uh, the law of attraction type uh, teachings, it can make us think that we are here uh, and we we can only be positive and we can only be, um, uh, yeah, positive. Because if we're not being positive and we're not attracting what we want, And I don't want you to be worried that by being your authentic self, which is not always going to feel positive, that you're blocking the flow. This is not what we're talking about here. We're not talking about judging or shaming ourselves and going, I'm fucking up my flow. This is really just about you knowing that you can, you know, give yourself permission to let go of control, to be more in flow, to love more. Um, It's just a little tweak. It doesn't have to be a jarring, painful experience for you of judgment and shame, you know, just noticing, oh, maybe I am feeling a little tight about my money, um, or I'm feeling a little tight about love or anything. And, uh, you know, being able to tap into um, how to release that tightness so that we can receive more of what it is that we're looking for. So anywhere that we find ourselves kind of engaging in controlling behaviors this card is going to touch on. You know, this new moon this week is going to be touching in the, on these places as well. So we want to let go of kind of structures of control that we've built up that, that make us think that we're safe, but really are keeping us stuck, right? So anywhere where we're, we're feeling stuck, we need to look, well, how can I perceive this differently? Is there something else that I can be kind of shifting in to help loosen this area up. Most problems can be solved through a change in perspective. So using that as a way to shift our energy as well. The weekly ritual is, of course, grounding as above. Rinse and repeat, my loves. Uh, And you can always tap into this uh, podcast if you, even every day, uh, this very podcast, and just follow the grounding meditation in the very beginning. Okay, so... Very beginning of this week, Monday, the 4th of February, we've got a new moon in Aquarius, which also marks the Chinese new lunar year. So as I noted this week, we're, we're currently deep into Aquarius season, the season of the rebel with the soul of the questioner and the revolutionary. Anything and everything that can be reformed and brought into greater harmony is being checked out right now from the level of our consciousness. And oftentimes, that can look like chaos. You know, it doesn't look like this nice, neat package of us going, well, I don't think this works. So we're going to do this instead. It looks like, wow, this fucking structure is crashing down. You know, it always is a little bit chaotic. So when the chaos is happening, when the structures and foundations are falling apart, this can be the necessary and um, positive movement forward to creating new structures that, uh, that are uh, more of what we truly desire for ourselves here on Earth. So this new moon Aquarius, you know, the moon is our creativity, our feelings, our intuitions. It is flow. It is fears also, though. It's the inner mother, our nurturance, 
And new moons start a new emotional story. So under this Aquarius energy, this is, you know, a story of independence and freedom. You know, what's been dragging you down lately? It's time to bring some electricity to what might be stuck. Questions that you might be asking yourself at this time. What has been restraining me? And maybe it's not a literal thing. Maybe it's a perceived restraint. Maybe it's an idea that's restraining you. A way of thinking, a perception that can shift. Uh, another question you might ask is, what in my life needs new inspiration? Where do we need to shake shit up? Where can I use a healthy dose of detachment? Aquarius is great at, uh, you know, not being overly attached to emotionality, sentimenta sentimentality either. You know, it helps us to liberate ourselves from some of that um, some of that victimization or just dead weight emotional energy. Another question, is there anything that I do need to liberate myself from in my life at this time? Maybe there are practices, people, experiences, um, and especially ways of thinking and perceiving that might need to um, be reformed uh, with this beautiful Aquarius energy. So this new moon, we're continuing to hone our goals break free from inner limitations, and consider how we work with others to achieve. God, uh, I feel like I've said that so many fucking times in the last year. But as we build to the 2020 vibration of like, it's going to be a whole new time. You know, if you think of in history too, when the roaring 20s uh, of the last century came in. That was like a big, it marked a huge shift in consciousness. And, you know, the 20s are going to have a different vibration for us moving forward. That 2020 vibration is going to feel different. And so as we move to that, we're starting to kind of engage uh, energetically in a whole new way. And I think we've seen a lot of rapid change over the last um, you know, 10 years for sure. But like, Definitely in the last couple of years, it's been an intense time of growth uh, individually and collectively. So we're, you know, we're going to continue to really break the glass ceiling uh, on our environmentalism, social issues, humanitarianism, uh, and especially to do with each of us having something valuable to offer the collective and tapping into how, how do we work together to unify these gifts you know, um, unifying and creating connection, I think is uh, so, so important in these times. But true connection, I think we're noticing where we have false connection as well, where sometimes um, some of these amazing tools we have, like social media, which is a beautiful tool that we should utilize, can also sometimes be a way that we don't connect authentically. So we're still just always honing all of our tools, honing what we're doing, bringing new uh, intuitive guidance into all of our behaviors so that all of our behaviors are meaningful and not just um, like repeat robotic movements that we make every day. So this new moon also marks the beginning of the Chinese Lunar New Year, 2019 being the year of the Earth pig. Um, I'm a pig. I'm a water pig, uh, and I'm also a three, and we're in a three year. So I'll let you know what happens. <laughs>
if it's uh, if it's really good or it's really shit, we're we're here. To, I'll I'll let you know. I'm very very aligned with this 2019 year. Let's see what happens. So in Chinese symbolism, pigs are symbols of fortune and wealth, and the energy of the pig year is yin or receptive and feminine energetically, meaning it's about our feeling, being creative. Uh, selves. The shadow side of this pig symbolism is to beware laziness, people pleasing, and naivety. Okay, being gullible. We need to still be clear and keep our feet firmly planted on the ground. Um, the upside to this energy is that the earth pig is sociable, prosperous, compassionate, and warm hearted. Pigs are also great at bouncing back from uh, setbacks, which is something I can definitely attest to. Um, and it's also something that we can all appreciate under this maturity building energy of Saturn and Capricorn, which at times can feel like, you know, the dad slapping our hands. No, no child, not allowed to have that ice cream. <laughs> like we're experiencing a lot of limitations, uh, and restrictions under this energy, but really it's to help us to mature and to grow. So, Last year, we worked our way through the earth dog energy. We had to come to terms and still are with some of our deepest subconscious worries and anxieties, as well as considering our loyalties and our duties and also where um, others were not loyal to us. And it was just, it was a yang year of action. It was very, it was an incredible year. It was tough but also dynamic, and we learned a lot. I mean, for me, like through that difficult stuff that I experienced last year, I had just some of the most amazing epiphanies. I got to really see uh, some of the deepest aspects of myself, and by coming to terms with those aspects, I got to feel a lot of peace and continued peace as I moved forward, peace and faith and receptivity that came from really letting structures fall apart. So if you are in a time of tension and chaos as well, letting go of control, seeing where you can kind of release your resistance to the change, letting things fall away from you that maybe are outdated, you've outgrown, time to mature, time to grow up, time to grow into your dreams, hopes, and aspirations. Okay, so... Speaking of dreams and, uh, uh, and our imagination and our vision for the future, on Sunday, the 10th of February, we're going to have Mercury go into Pisces. So get ready for some crazy-ass dream time, okay? Like whenever Mercury is in Pisces, and we've still got Neptune in Pisces right now, this is a dreamy-ass time, <laughs> Okay. Mercury in Pisces is great for our imagination, for compassionate thought, and especially for artistic, artistic endeavors like music and poetry. Okay, Mercury is our inner dialogue, our perception, how we communicate. Um, this is a warm and emotional placement for our thoughts and inner perceptions. Okay, like loving, loving, loving. Pisces is such a lover. However, this energy has to keep in mind that we need to see things as they really are, not as we desire them to be. So we're going to have to check our information in our minds, you know, temper extremes. So the extreme to awfulize or the extreme to aggrandize something. Um, with this placement, sometimes 
in the way that we communicate with others. We might be trying to avoid conflict by telling people what they want to hear rather than being upfront. Um, you can be direct and assertive and also kind if that's your objective. You know, being assertive and being direct are not uh, unkind, right? They just require tact and care. With our mind uh, so connected to the collective with this placement, getting grounded and facilitating ways to stay present is going to be really helpful. Okay, trying not to get lost in illusions and delusions, especially those that hold us outside of our unconditional worthiness. You know, I always say that a self-deception is one where we somehow make out that we're not lovable, that we're not good enough. Um, and we want to be watching for that shadow element as well with this energy. Pisces feels a lot. And due to that, sometimes it has issues with escapist behaviors and addictions, overanalyzing, overthinking, monkey mind maybe maybe coming up with this energy. What are your healthy coping mechanisms? We need to have them at the ready with this energy because we don't want to rely on drugs and alcohol. We don't want to rely on weed. We don't need to rely on it. Um, we can be clear and supported in our bodies. It's totally okay. You have permission to not smoke weed every day or not drink alcohol. And that's not a judgment or a shaming. You know, some of us have very real issues with anxiety and depression. And from my experience, the best I've ever felt is when I commit to sobriety. Um, and you don't have to. Obviously, that's, that's a suggestion, not a judgment. Or uh, it doesn't make you more spiritual. It, it doesn't make you a better person. Uh, it's just whatever you know that you need. So if you know that like you're having a hard time and certain things might not be working for you, commit to trying something else, a different kind of coping mechanism. And I think for really sensitive people, something that we have to get used to is we have to really hold space for our anxiety. We have to really learn to sit with our feelings and what's going on without trying to find a medicine to numb right? need to really like befriend these uh, uncomfortable things. And, and for women, I'd say it's kind of like when you get your period every month, right? Like it's harder for me to relate maybe to, to men's physical bodies. But for women, like when we get our, when we get our periods, we get cramps, you know, we, um, it's, it's something that we know is going to pass, right? We hold space for it. We um, don't let it uh, take over our mind as if it's like, well, what if I have this cramp forever and ever and ever? And I think we have to think of the same of our emotions in the same way. Yeah, it's uncomfortable, excruciating at times to feel, but it is going to pass. And I think that is one of the most important things to remember in general at this time is to try to uh, remember that all things pass, you know, especially for people who are in winter right now and the winter dreariness. Um, it's a tough time if you feel cold, overworked, isolated. It can seem much worse than it really is when every day the sky is gray, right? So get support and encouragement and know that this season feeling moment, it's eventually going to pass. There's going to be a new beginning. There's going to be new growth. Spring is going to come. So, um, yeah, 
there's a lot going on this week, as with every fucking week that we are alive in this collective. <laughs> um, I am so grateful that all of you exist and uh, that, like, we're here and we're trying to tap into something better for ourselves. I Every single day I think about my listeners and I think how grateful I am that there are people who are working to help themselves and to better the world through having compassion for themselves and through self-nurturance. And I really appreciate you. And other speaking of appreciation, I really appreciate all of you that are able to exchange energy with me, that are patrons of the Energy Report. Thank you on behalf of all of the listeners and, and on my behalf. Uh, for donating to uh, my Patreon. And if you feel called to exchange energy with me, you can donate any amount, even just a one-time donation um, to my Patreon, which is linked in the show notes. I have a couple of events coming up. Uh, The next group energy clearing is coming up on the 11th of February. So... um, It's $44, and it is a distance clearing, and it comes with a long-form guided meditation, um, and it takes about three hours, and all of that is explained on my website, like exactly how I do it, and that is also linked in the show notes. I also have um, the Winter Weekend Retreat coming up on March the 1st to the 3rd in Patterson, New York. It's a weekend of yoga, sound healing, healthy food and nature. So it might be a welcome investment if you're feeling oppressed by winter so far. Plus, uh, you can also have a private session with me if you're feeling it, or just connecting with some social, with some socializing with spiritual community. You know, Um, this is not going to be one of those retreats where it's just like, action, action, action all the time. We're really going to respect one another's boundaries, need for space and quiet and privacy. And we're really going to utilize sound healing to help us to really uh, restore our bodies and our minds and to connect with the earth. Uh, Finally, the next private eight-week mentorship starts in April. And you can sign up now if you need a payment plan for that. Uh, it's all the information for my private eight week mentorship is also online and linked in the show notes. Okay, loves. Well, I appreciate you and I hope you are doing well. Try to stay positive. Keep that nice fire of that sunshine burning in your bellies. Um, you are truly loved. Spirit never tires of sending you love and care and second chances, and just tapping into that beautiful, nourishing energy that is available to us at all times. Okay, sending blessings. Bye.